Hello. Welcome to Let's Get Real. I'm Nina Simons. Uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different today. I'm actually doing this solo. Um, there's no guest, just me talking directly to you. Uh, it was a little bit of an edge for me to cross to, to do this. And um, the thing I really wanted to share with you is related to kind of one of the core elements of working with others and helping others grow. And that's helping people recognize and lead and live from what we call their true self. And that can be a bit of a buzzword. And one of the best ways to actually um, think about your true self is to actually think about what your true self isn't. And um, that's work that I often do with clients too. And that's like recognizing uh, the voice of what we call your saboteur or your inner critic or judge, which is that voice um, that we've internalized, but that is based on the expectations of others and um, really just about survival and accumulation and uh, more of an obsession with just being successful in the world, which again, there's nothing inherently wrong with those things. It's only the focus on them exclusively doesn't usually lead to a happy or joy-filled and authentic life, which I think most of us really do want. And I know when I'm working with my clients, it's what they're um, longing for deep down. So whether we're working on career or how to be um, a better leader for your team, or even just uh, enjoying your family life more, all of those things require us to actually understand and be more connected to what truly matters to us. And that's a lifetime of work. You know, there's a lot of focus now on meditation and on having more mindfulness in one's life. And I think this is also a direct, has a direct connection to our desire to be more connected to our true self. And uh, meditation is actually a wonderful practice in that regard. But I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. So I relied on a couple of great resources for um, this conversation. And what stimulated me to want to talk about this with you is this wonderful book that a colleague of mine reintroduced me to called Soul Without Shame by Byron Brown. And I'll put uh, a link to the book in the show notes because I really love how this particular thinker and writer um, really slows everything down and talks more deeply about the saboteur uh, or what he calls the judge and also talks more and gives even just examples and exercises for you to do that will actually help you access more of your true self. In uh, corrective coaching, we use an exercise called the leader within, which I also use with a lot of my clients, which is another way to describe uh, who we are at our best, you know, um, really just connecting with present moment awareness. That's one of the best ways to access our essence is to connect in the moment with not only our self-authority, but also our self-acceptance because uh, self-acceptance is actually the opposite of the judge. And again, we're not talking about uh, our self-indulgent uh, selves. It's more about, you know, wanting to grow, but also recognizing that we are inherently worthy just the way we are. And that's the hurdle I had to get over even just to do this conversation with you directly, because 
if I was honest with myself, the reason I haven't done this before is that I um, have a pretty strong inner critic about uh, what will people think. Uh, there'll be people who won't like this this version of the show. Um, I'll be looking for approval from people. So my own judge was very active. And uh, so even though I love doing the conversations with others, and that is definitely uh, a way for me to access my best self, there was also part of me that wanted to have this direct conversation with you and was just um, a little bit uh, put off and nervous because of what my critic was telling me about doing that. So just to be real with you and share that this stuff is a lifetime of work for sure. So how do you know um, when your judge is talking or when you're um, not um, accessing your true self? Well, one of the things is energetically, like you will, um, I notice in my clients too, there'll be a lot more dissonance in the conversation and less uh, connection to their joy and what they uh, believe is true for them. So there's a lot more externalizing, um, looking outside of the self uh, for answers. So that's a big part of what I see um, when my clients are not um, accessing their true self. Um, One really obvious way that you'll know that your inner critic is uh, the one talking is um, there'll be a lot of shoulds. We talk about shoulding all over yourself. And so that's another thing to to notice, like how much are you um, being motivated by the things that you think you should be doing versus the things that truly uh, make you happy. Now, it doesn't mean that um, we don't have responsibilities and that there aren't things that are ego, um, which is another way to think about uh, the saboteur, that it's a healthy ego can include uh, what we desire as well as um, what we know we need to get done every day. But rather than doing that from a sense of obligation, we can do it from a place of choice, uh, which is another great part of coaching. Like how do we help uh, people live more from choice? And it's so easy to get into a reactive mode. Uh, It doesn't matter how um, self-confident we are or how much success we have. Um, Being able to do the inner work to understand when am I operating from uh, a place of, of less than, of not feeling like, feeling like I have to prove myself rather than that I'm doing something because it is an expression of who I am and the contribution that I want to make in the world. So um, it is a bit of a yes and, yes and. And there's so much benefit to having more access to your true self. So we're going to, before we close, I'm going to share a couple of uh, ideas for exercises you can try so that you can have more access to this because we spend a lot of time trying to quiet the voice of the judge and the inner critic. And there's also a lot of um, benefit to just tuning in to more um, of, of your true nature. And we can do that through journaling and uh, meditation because your true nature is really um, a state of pure awareness. You know, one of the reasons people have uh, really moved into more focus on having a gratitude practice or um, one of the core skills uh, that I'm often teaching leaders inside organizations is how to be more curious with others is because those are both uh, access points for living 
um, more close to your essence and less in the judge. So it's it's a, an amazing thing to think about not only doing the inner work so that each one of us can uh, live more connected and authentic lives, but actually doing it so that in our organizations, we're helping other people thrive as well. Um, I actually believe that um, we already have everything we need to know in terms of the mindsets and skills that are going to be necessary uh, to not only uh, create thriving uh, for ourselves, but more equity uh, for others and even heal the planet. So that's the thing that gets me most excited about doing this inner work is that um, the inner work can lead to a much uh, better world as well. And I think these two work in balance with one another. I don't think it's about um, totally focusing on ourselves or on trying to change other people or change what's happening out in the world. I think it starts inside and then it emanates out from, from there. So um, I promised I'd give you a couple of ideas uh, for things that you can do uh, right away to think about, you know, your true self. And, and one of them, uh, and I love this, this came from a Mindfulness Institute article that I'll share in the, um, in the show notes as well. But uh, one of the things the author talks about is when you distinguish between your true self in a sentence is the I am of the sentence. And then everything that comes after the I am is really a part of your, um, your ego. And, um, and again, the ego's wrong. We need it to survive, but it can be helpful just to observe and start to separate out some of our roles and some of the conceptions and perceptions we have about ourselves from who we are at our essence. So, um, one thing you can do is just make a list um, of all the qualities that you think you exhibit, both good and bad. And uh, just start to look at that list and see how true it feels to you. So it in- can also include your roles. So you can start with things like, I am kind, I am selfish, I am strong, I am weak. You know, there's just an infinite number, right, of uh, descriptors. And then include your roles I am a mother or I am a father. I am a brother. I am a boss. And just notice all those different titles and uh, what they mean to you and how hard is it to separate yourself from each of those roles. So that's one exercise that I think would be uh, super helpful in starting to separate out uh, who you are from the things you do and the things that you believe about yourself or that others also believe about you. The other exercise is from Soul Without Shame by Byron Brown, and it's to um, observe your motivations for a full day. Just notice everything that you do, what's motivating that action? Is it something that you're doing um, to avoid criticism? Is it something that you're doing to get approval? And that approval could be from your own internal judge or from others. And that criticism could also be from an internal sense of yourself or from others. And just notice like what gets activated, um, you know, when you're doing your work uh, or when you decide you want to take a nap, you know, now that we're all working at home, we have a little bit more flexibility. Even your workout, is that because you want to do it or because you feel like, if you don't do it, that your critic is going to get really active. And again, there's no wrong answers here. 
It's really just about observing, noticing, keeping track, and then seeing what you discover by the end of the day. So those are a couple exercises for you. And um, I want to talk to you more directly again, and I'm hoping to um, have the courage to keep doing this. Uh, and either way, um, I hope that learning a little bit more about the differences between your inner critic and your true self is uh, helpful to you, even if it's just a reminder of some things that you've seen or read or worked on before. Um, I think that we can't possibly get enough of this stuff. That's why I love being a coach. So be well and take care. Take care.